Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yes, welcome. Stop the presses, save the front page. I've just seen some sunshine at Wollongong Golf Club. We haven't seen much of that this week. What a horrible, wet week it's been in the Illawarra. I hope you're all right, everybody. I hope your property and your business is good because, boy, we have seen some rain. And it's been raining again this morning, but the sun is trying to win the battle. I don't think it'll succeed, though. Wet, wet, wet at the Wollongong Golf Club. Good morning, everyone. I'm Matt Russell, flying solo this morning on Saturdays in the Gong because my... Uh, co-hosts have pressing engagements today, but we will check in with Tim Burrow and Matt Campbell very, very shortly. We are here thanks to Wollongong Golf Club, Impact Garage Doors, One Agency, Zeidler Waller, and of course, Charlie's Liquor Barn. And we have a big couple of hours lined up for you. Tim Burrow and Matty Campbell, as I mentioned, Christian Zeidler will join us to talk real estate, Lockie Stevens and Toby Dawson, a couple of Illawarra gentlemen who are going to talk about the Mateship Miles Brunch, which I'm looking forward to coming up very shortly. Oscar Foreman, the former Hawk and now boss of the Illawarra Basketball Association, will drop by, as will Brian Vanderwacker. Live and exclusive from Melbourne. The Formula One is on down there. The V8s are humming as well. Brian will talk to us about motorsport. Paddy Coglin will talk pubs because the Five Islands Hotel is a great addition or a changed addition shall I say, to the pubs and clubs seen in the Illawarra. I'm looking forward to talking about Paddy, who has some great pub stories. And, of course, Nico Pajarillo from Fox Sports is going to join us as we preview Alex Volkanovsky, Alex the Great, putting his featherweight championship on the line in UFC uh, 238 or so tomorrow. I'll get the exact number from Nico later on against the Korean Zombie. What a name that is, the Korean Zombie. How would you like to fight a Korean Zombie? All that ahead, and we might even be joined by a radio icon. Anyone who's listened to sports radio over the years will know Pete the Perfect Panel Puncher from Putney. He might drop by and just tell us how he got that name and uh, detail some of his best stories in sports radio. So great to have you along this Saturday morning. We are going to have Matt much fun. Whether you're listening on 1575 or the SEN app, it is great to have you with us. And I want to bring in our first guest who, well, he'd be sitting beside me today, the Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor, if he hadn't been called. A voice from above was calling him to the championships at Royal Randwick. Day two, what a day it is. We were wondering whether it would be on, but it is a heavy 10 there at Randwick. Tim Barrow, I hope you've got your finest shoes on and not your Wellington gumboots son. Good morning, Maddie Campbell. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure which uh, which footwear to go with this morning after the week we've had. I, I think I must have uh, cursed the Wollongong Golf Club there because every week that I uh, I've been hosting, it's been absolutely pouring down, and you've you've finally got a bit of sun up there. Well, I had sun for about ten seconds. It's now disappeared. There's a big black 
cloud rolling in. I hope it's relatively fine at Randwick today because I saw a, a track report yesterday, a heavy 10. We were always going to get that, but what a day it is. Four Group 1s up there, the Australian Oaks, Sydney Cup, Queen Elizabeth, Queen of the Turf. I might get Baz's best in a moment, but I know there are local connections of a runner in the first, Russian Roni. So if you're having something each way and you're looking to start with a, a bang, maybe Russian Roni is the run. Are you aware of Russian Roni, Tim, or does that lob on your radar for the first time? Yeah, no, I was actually talking uh, about the, this morning. I know that uh, Vicky Teagues is among the ownership there uh, in, in the Yildawarra, and um, they're a, a nice two-year-old prospect with the Waterhouse camp, and uh, hopefully they can handle the wet because they're certainly going to need it on that, that heavy track. But it's going to be an absolutely sensational day of racing. I think the Queen Elizabeth is potentially the race of the year today, and it is just a pity that it will be, will be so heavy. Very elegant, the favourite for the Queen Elizabeth. Uh, give us your predictions. Tim, what can you see happening in, in the feature today? It's just such an amazing race. I mean, you've got, you've got Dewis, the Australian Cup and Tancred winner. Animo comes out of the, the Rose Hill Guineas, likes the wet, the Cox Plate runner-up. Obviously, very elegant. She speaks for herself. Uh, Zaki, the McKinnon winner, winner from the spring, uh, the All-Star Mile winner. And then you go to I'm Thunderstruck, who won the, uh, the Golden Eagle. And Montefilia, who beat very elegant in the Ranbit, and that's without even talking about Kerry Parker's hope, Think It Over, who's the, the Group 2 Apollo winner, went down to Melbourne and uh, ran second in the Australia Cup there, but just had, had the whole preparation really just been cruel by the weather. Uh, he loves it dry. Um, I think it's a, a, an absolutely sensational race. I'm, I'm leaning with Montefilia. I actually spoke to one of the owners. Uh, he's a Winuna man. He's in the ownership. They have a, a breeding and owning operation, and they really think Montefilia is a superstar. Uh, it beat very elegant in uh, the Ranbit on its own merits, and uh, it's going to be an, a really hot race, but I, I'm siding with Montefilia. Okay, Montefilia for Tim and the Queen Elizabeth. What about in the Oaks and the Sydney Cup and the, and the Queen of the Turf? We're talking about prominent runners like Hinged and Stockman and Colette. Where else are you looking today apart from the Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, I do, I do like Hinged in the Oaks. Uh, we'll certainly handle the wet. Uh, Honey Creeper for James Cummings is the, the slight favourite at the moment, just ahead of Hinged there. But I think the Waller Horse, um, Honey Creeper sort of jumped out of the ground there in the last run. But I'll, I'll be uh, leading towards Hinged handling it in the wet uh, there in the Oaks, mate. And I, I also like Colette. I um, have been a long-time backer of Colette, and she absolutely laps it up. In the in the Queen of the Turf, she'll lap the uh, the wet weather up, and by that stage, well, they they could be coming wide down the straight, just given the way that the um, the track might be chopped up. So I think Colette can make some ground late on. So if you back a few winners today, Tim, you'll be straight to Key Restaurant there, overlooking the Opera House on the harbour. If you don't, fish and chips on the way home. Is that the way it works? It certainly will be. My, uh, my lovely wife will be banking on finding a couple of winners. But, uh, yeah, we're a bit spoiled up there today. A, a battler from Shell Harbour up in the, uh, up in the Grand Ballroom there at, at Randwick. And uh, it's just fantastic to be part of um, Provincial Championships Day. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have uh, a runner in the, um, in the field only because uh, the, the local uh, horses have... Um, were the emergencies. I'm just checking to see whether they've come in late. Uh, so Noble Soldier, the uh, Luke uh, and Robert Price horses come out. 
won't be in the field. So the provincial championships final, uh, Chris Lee's Never Talk is the three dollar ninety favourite. That's at twelve fifty this afternoon, and the Queen Elizabeth at three fifty five. That's the one that everyone should be glued into. Well, Timmy Barrow, the Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor, part of Illawarra's elite, you wouldn't be mixing it with the uh, with the masses up there in the general enclosure. Of course you're being looked after. So just tell us where you will be watching the races today. You touched on it a little just then, but come on, you're, you're luxuring it up this afternoon, aren't you? Oh, yes, it's a very very unusual uh, thing <laughs> for the, the Barrow household to uh, break free of the kids for an afternoon. But, yeah, we're lucky enough to be up there in the ballroom at Randwick, the facilities are just second to none, and uh, it's going to be a, a fantastic afternoon. I'm I'm looking forward to tucking into a nice bit of uh, nice bit of salmon, maybe maybe oh. a, a glass of Chardonnay through the afternoon, mate, and uh, hopefully can walk away with my pockets a little bit heavier while I'm at it. You're making me hungry and thirsty at 9.11, but there are some punters here at the fantastic Wollongong Golf Club already warming up, shall we say, for the Championships Day 2. I drove past Randwick yesterday, actually, Tim. It looked fantastic, even under those grey skies. I've got it tickety-boo for today's big meeting. Now, in your role as Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor, what stories have crossed your desk this week of interest and appeal, be it racing or any other sport for that matter? Yeah, absolutely. There's been a lot of focus on the NRLW Grand Final. Uh, Kezi Apps having a second shot at a, a title there up at Redcliffe in the Grand Final against the Roosters. Uh, Jamie Soward's done a fantastic job as coach. Uh, I actually wrote my column today about the late, great Graham Murray. Uh, he would have absolutely loved to talk about the Dragons and being in the NRLW Final and, and the the standard, the professionalism and the, the dedication that the the, the women's game is at now because uh, Muzz was a, a coach of the Gillaroos around 2010 when the um, when the Dragons won the men's premiership and uh, unfortunately fell ill uh, around the time that they won the uh, the Women's World Cup in 2013 and I'm sure he'd be looking down today and just thinking, wow, what a product the, uh, the women's game is now and he was a, a huge supporter long before I think, you know, a lot of people had the vision that this was even possible. Absolutely, Tim, and later on we'll preview the NRLW Grand Final. But just to uh, elaborate a little bit more now, I can tell you that the television ratings on the Nine Network and my employer, Fox Sports or Fox League, uh, together combined, the games have averaged more than 200,000 viewers, which is absolutely staggering um, in comparison with some other sports which would be considered mainstream. To get those numbers just shows how genuinely appealing NRLW has become. That's why they've gone to six teams. Next year it'll be eight, then ten. Uh, careful, managed growth, but it is certainly ticking some boxes. And I think everyone down here is hoping Sowie, Jamie Soward, and the uh, Dragons can win the grand final at Redcliffe tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that the shock in it all was that the Broncos didn't uh, make the grand final. We we saw the Dragons win and we were sort of waiting for the, the big big rematch between the uh, the Dragons and the Broncos. But then the, the Roosters came from 16 points down to, to win the game and make it through to the grand final. But I think the Roosters have have certainly earned their spot as a result. Um, the Dragons are going in slight favourites. I mean, Emma Tonegato uh, was the joint winner there of the, the women's Sally M with Millie Boyle, and she's just, just a game-breaker, isn't she? I mean, she just looms up in the right spots. Her Rugby Sevens experience is just fantastic as an attacking threat back in the 13-person in the game, and um, she, uh, she could just be the match winner tomorrow. 
Well, Timmy Barrow, enjoy your afternoon at the races. You've deserved and earned a day off, so make sure you have some fun. Study the form guide well. I hope you're eating a seafood platter after the races tonight, not a kebab on the way home. Great to talk to you, mate. Enjoy your afternoon. Matty, it's been a pleasure to hold the fort for the last few weeks, and I look forward to uh, listening to you on the, on the way up to the track today. Okay, mate, and we'll see you back here in no time at all. Tim Barrow, Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor, joining us on Saturdays in the Gong, part of the team here that has so much fun every Saturday morning. Spread the word. Listen in through 1575 in the Illawarra or download the SEN app and you can catch us crystal clear wherever you are every Saturday morning, 9 through 11. So very shortly, Matty Campbell will dial in. He's been away with his uh, daughter's basketball commitments this weekend, but Matty will cast an eye over the Hawks and all things sport in the Illawarra. We're here thanks to Wollongong Golf Club, Impact Garage Doors, impacting homes for 20 years. One agency, Zeidler Waller, your first and only stop when it comes to real estate. And, of course, Charlie's Liquor Barn, everyday low prices, Tarmor. Albion Park, Unandera, Warilla and charliesliquorbarn.com.au is the place to go. Now, here we are at Wollongong Golf Club, casting an eye over the races in front of me on one monitor and, of course, the Masters uh, also being shown here, obviously, if Augusta National is the epicentre of the golfing world this year or this week, then Wollongong Golf Club is a narrow second, surely. The leader at this stage, Scotty Scheffler, the American, uh, five under today and eight under for the tournament. He has one more hole to play, so he's five shots clear of the field. Scheffler, the American, but the leaderboard is like the League of Nations. US on top, followed by Ireland, a Chilean in third, Japan, South Africa, Korean, and Australia's Cam Smith today was two over, so he's two under for the tournament. Certainly very prominent at this stage. He's six shots off the pace, and Tiger Woods has made the cut. Tiger is there for the weekend. He was plus two today. He's one over for the tournament. So Tiger Woods is there. Scheffler leads, but the Australian, Cam Smith, four bogeys today in his round before he finished with a couple of birdies at 15 and 18 to bring him back for two over today, two under for the tournament, Cam Smith. So just standing by now for Matt Campbell, who... um. Yeah, he's a great contributor to this show. Of course, he played more than 500 games for the Illawarra Hawks. And he's excited about what the Hawks are doing this season. They're in the top four. There are four games to go for the Hawkies starting today in Brisbane. I think we've got him on the line, Matty Campbell. Good morning. No, Matty, not quite in reception at the moment. So we'll go to him shortly. But yeah, Illawarra's run over the last four games before we hit the finals. They're in... Brisbane today, back home at the Wynn Entertainment Centre on Thursday for a big game against the Sydney Kings. Then they're away to Perth. That'll be an assignment. And then away to Sydney again to finish the regular season. So Brisbane, the Kings twice, and Perth. How high can the Hawks finish? Currently, they're in third position. Uh, Melbourne just one win ahead of them. So it's not beyond the realms that Illawarra can finish top two. Therefore own a home semi-final series and maybe if they win that host a grand final series. We're getting ahead of ourselves a little but much will depend on the results in the next four games but Antonius Cleveland is providing the energy right now. Duop Reith standing tall in the centre. They've been winning games without their point guard because he's been out while they've managed an injury uh, with him. So we'll see what happens regarding the Hawks in coming days and only a couple of weeks to go before the finals. We'll take a break and return. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong.
Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Great to have your company as we broadcast from Wollongong Golf Club. It's a fairly bleary, uh, gloomy Wollongong Golf Club this morning as the rain clouds roll in again. But we're sitting undercover. We're watching the Masters inside. And Scotty Shefflap has finished his second round as the leader at Augusta. He's eight under for the tournament. Five under he shot through his second round. So he's a five-stroke leader heading into the weekend. Cam Smith. As I mentioned, he was two over today. He's two under for the tournament, and Tiger is there for the weekend. Tiger, rock solid again today. He was two over. He's plus one for the tournament. But can they mow down Scotty Scheffler, leading an international field at the Masters? And we'll have further updates as they come in throughout the morning. Great to have you listening through 1575 in the Illawarra or on the SEN app. As I mentioned, we're here thanks to Wollongong Golf Club, Impact Garage Doors, Charlie's Liquor Barn, and one agency, Zeidler Waller, a revelation in real estate. And joining us each Saturday morning, the principal, Christian Zeidler. Christian, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Maddie. How are you down there? Very, very well. I'm dry. I'm flying solo because Barrow and Campbell have deserted me. Barrow's off to the races. Campbell's at his daughter's basketball tournament, so I've given them a leave pass for both, because they have very good reasons not to be here. I'm glad you could join us. Where are you this morning? What properties should we look forward to seeing through one agency this weekend? Uh, this time in the morning, we're just heading out to Carter's Lane at Ferry Meadow for another open for inspection. This one's going to auction in two weeks. Uh, rain doesn't harm us, mate, but there's not much golf going on down at Bullingong at the moment. None at all. Even Campbell wouldn't drag his sad backside out in these conditions. I'm looking out over Wollongong Links, and it's really Wollongong Lakes at the moment. Lake. Plenty of water all over the course, just unplayable. Gee, we had some rain this week, and uh, more than 200 mils. My trip to Newcastle on Thursday, Christian, to cover the footy, took about five and a half hours. Normally it's three and a half. Uh, closed oh, roads, God. accidents, water over the road. But uh, So... Bad weather. Tell me, what sort of impact does it have on, on your game selling real estate? It just, I mean, it culls the numbers. It culls just the lookers. They won't get out. So the, although the numbers are down, the quality is up because people are still serious about buying a home. Well, you know, they're out there, rain, hail, or shine, so to speak. So we expect not too many people. It's a good thing to see the properties in this weather because you can see if there's any obvious flooding or standing water, water leaks in it, great time to go and look at a property. You probably won't be rubbing your shoulders with as many people there. They can spend a bit more time, a bit more peaceful during the inspections. So good chance to get out and really uh, look those properties intrinsically. That's a very good tip. You don't often get the chance to inspect what property you might have your eye on in these conditions. And if it's still dry in these conditions, chances are you'll live there for a long time and not have any dramas. I, I keep reading, I keep hearing that the market is cooling, that you know prices are, are coming off. Uh, how is it from your perspective? What's happening here in the micro environment that is the Illawarra compared to the national scene? From the coalface, definitely uh, fewer buyers out there. Auction clearance rates are down to 67% now. They were at 88% this time last year. 
So significant uh, sort of rolling back. I was at a conference this week with a, a heap of Sydney agents, and they're all saying, you know, the number's 10%. It's come off 10%. But if you use the analogy, we've been on the freeway doing 160 kilometres an hour. We're now down, slowed down to a, a measly 140k an hour. So the market's still strong, but definitely a cooling and definitely a good chance if you're a buyer, you might finally be able to get that foothold in the market as agents are dealing with lesser offers. Uh, so you're in with a shot now, finally, buyers. The, the tables, I wouldn't say they're turning, but the, the field isn't sloping away from you quite as much as it was, which is a good thing with all those frustrated buyers out there. No, good words, Christian. Nice insight there, and I wish I was doing 160, 140 during my travels this week. <laughs> Barely above 60 most of the time because of water and potholes and all sorts of problems on the road. Is it... Uh, the same for houses as it is units here in the Gong, Christian? Yeah, definitely. Uh, look, last year, houses increased overall in the Illawarra by about 30%. Units only 16%. Uh, and that was just at the volume of units that have come out of the ground. When there's uh, a higher supply, there's generally not as uh, much take-up. Uh, obviously, you've got a limited demand. But um, still, 16% growth, that was really good. Lots of units coming out of the ground, so there's a wealth of choice there for people. Um, do your due diligence on who the developer is. That's my tip. Uh, if the developer's got a good name, all you've got to do is Google them, see if there's any problems there with their, their previous builds. But, um, yeah, that's my, that's my tip when choosing a unit. If it's brand new off the, um, off the plan, just check on the developer's runs on the board. And Christian, it's as simple as that. You put the developer's name into your search engine and read as much as you can about them and then proceed accordingly. It's as easy as that, is it, to do your due diligence? It, it is. I mean, Google's a wonderful tool. Use it. Uh, you know, see if there's any outstanding lawsuits against them or anything like that or any builder's warranty insurance claims uh, with their last ones. It's always good if they've um, got a few runs on the board that it's not their first development or, you know, even first development in the area. Uh, but definitely use your friend Google and do you do due diligence. Now, because Campbell's not answering his phone this morning, because we've been left with this hole, I'm going to give you a really good chance to take a bit more time and tell us about Carter's Lane. If if people are thinking, I like the sound of this bloke, and I know one agency has a fantastic reputation, I might have a look at Carter's Lane. What are they going to see at the opening time today? They're going to see you know, three rules in real estate, location, location, location. This one is opposite the park, which leads onto Ferry Meadow Beach. So you literally walk across the road uh, into the water. Simple as that. It's a beautiful, it's a quintessential beachside shack. So it's a weatherboard, tile roof, three bedrooms, really big rooms. It's got the in-ground swimming pool that you overlook from the alfresco area out to a level backyard. So it's perfect for little families. You're also walking distance to Ferry Meadow train station. Uh, you've got Aldi. You've got Coles, you've got Woolworths within walking distance as well. So uh, a, fella, a fella penned the phrase years ago, give me convenience or give me death. And this one's certainly convenient and it's got the <laughs> lifestyle attached to it as well. Oh, fantastic. One agency, Zeidler Waller, a revelation in Wollongong real estate, empowering investors, families, couples and individuals. Christian, it is always great to talk to you. You have a fantastic day and a great weekend. Thanks so much, Matty. Take care, stay dry, stay safe. And if in doubt on the roads, people, just don't do it.
<laughs> Good advice. Not only a real estate agent, but giving out fantastic life advice as well. On the roads, just slow it down. The potholes are there. The puddles are there. It is a jungle out there, especially on the roads. Now, we've got a whole lot more still to come. We'll talk NRL. We're going to talk NBL. There's F1s and supercars to get through. I'll touch on netball. The Suncorp Super Netball season is up and running. I've given you the Masters update. Tiger is into the weekend. Cam Smith, well-placed as well. Scotty Scheffler leads. There's AFL racing at Randwick today. The Oaks, the Sydney Cup, the Queen Elizabeth and the Queen of the Turf. We'll talk the Wollongong Wolves and, of course, Alex Volkanovsky. He's fighting this weekend trying to defend his UFC featherweight championship. Nico Pajarillo will tell us all about that. Still a whole lot more to come. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong, broadcasting from Wollongong Golf Club. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yeah, Charlie's Liquor Barn might get a visit later on with so much sport to sit down and enjoy throughout Saturday afternoon and the rain still falling here in the Illawarra. Is it ever going to go away? Time will tell. Now, Impact Garage Doors are another great supporter of this show. They're impacting... Illawarra Homes for 20 years plus. Matt Campbell has a very close association with Impact Garage Doors. Can't stop talking about them enough. And thanks to Impact Garage Doors, each week we have a look at the biggest sporting impact. And, well, there can only be one stop this weekend. The Australian women's cricket team, it was absolutely fantastic in New Zealand. This bit of audio might refresh your memory. Catch it. Backing back, backing back. That's the catch. The five-year master plan has come to fruition for Australia. They have what they came for. It's the World Cup title. They reinvented themselves after the semi-final of 2017. They've reinvented themselves into one-off, if not the best team we have ever seen. Absolutely. The 2017 semi-final loss becomes the 2022 final win against England. Australia 5 for 356 last weekend on the back of Elisa Healy's 170 from 138 delivery. How that for hitting? 170 from 138 delivery. She was player of the final, player of the tournament and Australia's 356. Not even close by England, 285. The old enemy out in the 44th over. And the Australian women, World Cup champions, thanks to Impact Garage Doors. That is a big impact. And the men now will look to defend their T20 World Cup in October, November on our shores. The men's T20 coming here later this year. Let's hope that the Australian men can do what the Australian women did and one win a tournament like that in such impressive fashion. Now, I want to tell you about him. Uh, healthier Illawarra men because there's a big event coming up and we're going to talk about it and promote it and have a bit of fun with a couple of fantastic Illawarra gentlemen very shortly. But let me tell you about uh, him. Australian men are notoriously reluctant about being proactive about their own health. I'll tell you what, I'll put my hand up there. I'm not real good at jumping on the front foot. If there's a problem, I just hope it will go away. We can't do that, blokes. We've got to get a bit more serious about looking after ourselves and Gotcha for Life is hitting the road and getting among regional areas to help build mental fitness with Mateship Miles, a road show in conjunction with Nine Networks Today Show and of course Gotcha for Life, headed up by Gus Warland and there's an event coming up because they're finishing their 
Mates Miles Walk here in Wollongong at Novotel North Beach, Friday, April 22. There's a big morning tea, brunch, breakfast, call it what you will, 9 until 12 noon. And part of this uh, promotion, part of the him healthy Illawarra men are a couple of gentlemen who join me now. Toby Dawson, Head of Strategic Partnerships at the IRT Group, and Daniel Chin, Barstool Brothers. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. But, Toby, good morning to you. Uh, we're not at the surf club like we normally are when we have a chat, but we're here at Wollongong Golf Club. How did you get involved with Healthier Illawarra Men, Toby? I think it would go back about 10, 15 years ago. Healthier Illawarra Men had an event at uh, the Wynn Entertainment Centre. It was a check-in event, and it was, you know, exactly as you said, about encouraging men to be a bit more proactive around what they can do to take a bit of control of their of their life, of their health. And, you know, a few of you, few of your listeners out there might laugh to think that I'm here talking about good health, uh, especially if they see me on a Saturday after a game of footy at Vikings Rugby. But, uh, look, it's a really important initiative. Um, we've seen the great work that the, the women's movements have done around promoting, you know, different causes, different awareness. And we've often uh, sat in the backgrounds done nothing um, when there is times to talk about things I think we use a bit of a comic misdirection rather than address the proper mm. issue and that's why Healthy Real Warrior Men or him is such an important vehicle here in Wollongong to try and create a good strong platform good environment good network for people to come together and have those really important conversations. We've already come a long way in a short time. Back one generation, you didn't talk about a drama, whether it's a physical illness, whether it's a mental illness, you just bottled it up. But now we're opening the doorways to be able to say, hey, you know, we have a beer and a laugh, but do you mind if we slip aside for a second and have a chat about something a bit more serious? Or you might pick up on a mate who's not like he normally is and say, I need to start a conversation there. And I'm seeing it happen more and more. Um, Daniel, how did you get involved with this? Um, well, we're part of the Barstool Brothers, mate, and um, Lockie and I are, are part of his boy Elroy, um, and we have big ties to the community here in regards to men's mental health. So they approached us to be a part of the committee, and uh, his boy Elroy have come on as a major sponsor for the event. So we'll be there in regards to that as well. And, of course, the, the guys from Gotcha for Life uh, have heard about Barstool Brothers and want to be involved in that going forward as well. So um, it's a good initiative. This event is fantastic and have guys like Gus and Carl come down and talk about mental health, people with their kind of uh, stature in the community. It's good to see if, if those guys can talk about it, then anyone can talk about it as well. Tell us about Barstool Brothers. It's a it's an idea that came from his boy Elroy. We just noticed guys coming to the bar and um, once they got used to the people that were there, they wanted to come more and we just found they wanted to come and have a chat. So we decided to kind of make an event about that. What we did is offered anyone to come down, get a free burger and fries and just come down and meet some people. He got an amazing reception early on and we found that guys from those groups have gone on to make genuine connections with other men um, that they might not have had otherwise. So people come down for many reasons, whether they're struggling financially, mentally, or they just wanted to meet some people. We have a couple of guys just want to come down and meet some guys to go play golf. Um, and then they've kind of come down and gone, oh, wow, like, you know, I might need to talk to someone mm. as well. So it's a great range of guys that have come down. And, and from there, we've kind of progressed to, to really trying to help the community and, and get out and make venues in the Illawarra a lot safer in hospitality venues. Um, as you said, a lot of guys do like to go down and get a beer just from the bar and have a chat. Um, we want those chats to be a lot more positive and, mm. and with people that you've got a, a positive connection with. So if we make... Uh, Hospitality venues in the Illawarra, you know, kind of a, a safe place in a way where, where staff can mention those signs. Like you said, if somebody comes in and he has maybe two or three extra beers than normal, you, instead of just 
you know, keep feeding him beers. Go, hey, mate, how you going? You're all right. And mm. just start that conversation. So Basel started from that. Just wanted to create spaces where men can form genuine friendships and then in turn have someone that they can actually rely on if they need to talk about mental health. Fantastic. And Toby, tell us about uh, the IRT group. Been around for a long time. Uh, expand. Yeah, so <clears throat> IRT group started about uh, 60 years ago, back in the 1960s. Um, and it's around to support older people. You know, that's, you know, we do a number of different things, retirement villages, aged care, home care, registered training organisation. But if you dig under the surface of those, what we're here to do is to support people as they age. And with a, with a particular reference to uh, the Health Guru Lawara Men and the mm. Mateship Miles Brunch, what we know, you know, there's this stereotype around the grumpy old man. But research has actually come out to show that we've got really scary uh, statistics when it comes to depression amongst older males. You know, it's not, yes, they might be grumpy and, you know, I've, I've had some grandfathers and <laughs> hopefully dad's not listening, a father at times that uh, can really prove that stereotype. But as you said earlier, Matt, we, a generation ago, we weren't talking about mental health. We weren't talking about the things that were perhaps hidden behind a facade of bravado or mm. alpha maledom. You know, now we're aware of it. I think everyone you speak to has either themselves gone through their own mental health journey um, or they know of someone who has. Uh, particularly with the work that Gotcha for Life do, I think they talk about um, seven Australian males a day are killing themselves or, you know, we're losing them to suicide, mm. which is horrible because I know that I've lost um, some dear friends some whose lives have finished far too soon because of suicide. So for us at IRT Group, being involved in these isn't just because we're a community-owned organisation and have a commitment back to the community, but there's a direct relevance to the people that we support, whether that be our residents and customers or their broader families, because in the community, we can't go alone. We have to work together to move forward as one, and we're only as fast as the slowest person. So, you know, as, as Chinny was saying, the work that they're doing in that hospitality environment is fantastic, and I think that's a huge shift in the dial. <clears throat> I touched earlier before about... a. Uh, a bit of comic misdirection, and often with, with young males in particular, that's driven by alcohol yeah. you know, or substance abuse. And, you know, you become the life of the party and, you know, you're funny and I'm not talking about myself much at all here, you know. But, you know, I've had my own journey where I went through that comic misdirection to try and hide what was truly going on. Um, but, you know, look at Robin Williams. Mm. Great example. You know, one of these really talented, successful people comic misdirection to hide what was actually going on under the surface and many of us were shocked back then but I think even in the few years since Robin's passing we're aware of these triggers a bit more whether it's the extra beers or whether it's someone's normal lifestyle behaviours in our group of mates um, going a bit astray and I think that's a really important word when, we, when we're talking about this event and the issue more broadly is around mateship. Mm. We know our friends better sometimes than their own family. We know what those triggers, what those signs are and we all have a responsibility to our mates to just keep an eye out for them, know what they are, and ask that question. You know, not, not in a way that maybe, you know, puts them into a corner or makes them feel like they're, they're being um, strung out, but in that supportive way. And the more we can get involved in events like Mateship Miles Brunch or whether it be the Barstool Brothers or there's an awesome group, uh, the Man Walk, and we've got David Burns and the Man Walker involved with the Mateship Miles Brunch. If we can get involved in these forums where it's really safe and comfortable to have conversations that we potentially weren't having before, 
the more comfortable we can be to do it on our own when we do notice those triggers, when we do know those signs, and together we can start driving some really positive change. Well, let's plug the event again before we go to a break. It's Friday, April 22, and it's 9 to 12, Novotel Wollongong North Beach, fantastic venue. So, you know, Friday morning, set it aside. We can set Friday afternoon aside often for a function. Why don't we do Friday morning? And 70 bucks, I think it is, per head. There yep. might be tables are 10 for 700 there's raffles lucky door prize live auction heads and tails all your fun and games that normally you see at a sportsman's event but uh, with a really serious edge to it so put it in your diary if you're listening friday april 22 9 to midday wollongong north beach and back to the numbers you mentioned uh, suicide the leading cause of death in australians aged 15 to 44 so let that sink in suicide kills more aussies 15 to 44 than any other disease or problem nine australians take their own life every day every day times that by 365 and over the last three years we're losing more than 3,000 Australians per annum to suicide you compare that to the numbers for COVID and other types of hysteria that goes to show what the real problem is right there it is 100% and you know I think a really important part with the event uh, Maddie, is we know that there are people out there that those ticket prices might not actually be realistic for them which might be a bit of a barrier to coming and having a really important conversation so I think it's an Illawarra first, actually. What we've mm. organised in the ticketing scheme is a pay it forward. So if Fantastic. you're in a position to do it, you can actually buy a table of 10 that we'll be redirecting to organisations through the Barstool Brothers, Manwalk, other great Illawarra charities to put those people that need it in the conversation. If you're not able to pay for the full table, you can pay forward a single ticket, which is 75 Fantastic. bucks. You know, so if you want to know more, jump onto Google, yep. search Mateship Miles Brunch. You'll see it pop up. Click on... Do some good work and get involved. Okay, we're going to take a break. Then we're going to come back and talk about some sport with these gentlemen and wrap up this HIM movement. Healthy Illawarra men or healthier Illawarra men. Stay with us listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Great to have your company. I'm glad you can spare some time to listen to us this morning. We are talking about him. What is that? Healthier Illawarra men with Daniel Chin from Barstool Brothers, Toby Dawson from the IRT group men we've spoken about this event coming up we'll go back to it in a moment but sport is a great common factor for so many blokes who love their sport and it's a way to get together and have a chat what about you two go first Toby what sport does do you follow and enjoy and participate in uh rugby union Matt and the surf club and I think you know what I love about them in particular is it does all the hard work for you in in, in meeting people you know you walk, you walk into a sporting club where you like it and you could be talented or like I am untalented <laughs> at that sport We've all of a sudden got something in common with hundreds of people, and it's just amazing the connection you can get by playing a bit of sport. Daniel, you said you can talk about any sport. So Mate, yeah, talk to, to us go. about Scandinavian dog sled racing. Mate, it's not bad. <laughs> um, I've got three favourites, I know. Um, yeah, look, sport is really important in, in what we do, especially at Barstool Brothers. It really started with, a, you know, kind of getting guys together to go for a game of golf. Um, you know, something that just takes that uh, the edge of having a chat with someone, even if it's just getting out in the fresh air, that can be so good for anyone's mental health as well. So, look, we're doing Rangers, but we've actually got a roller wheelchair, a wheelchair basketball day with the Roller Hawks coming up for Fantastic. our Barstool Brothers group. Um, we play some 10-bin bowling, got some uh, 
you know, plenty of golf days and things like that. So we're, we're, we know that, you know, men love their sport. They like to do it together, and it's a good way to build those relationships as well. Yeah, Barstool Brothers, born out of his boy Elroy. Correct. After a good burger, good chips, his Mate, boy Elroy, the, the place to go, right? Yeah. And there's Snake Pit Lager. There's, it's uh, craft beer there as yeah, well. Right, I'm yep. setting the right sort of picture, the, the best I? in the country, yeah. The beer baron, I was having a look at his boy Elroy, and, gee, it's got a few avenues to it, a few branching tentacles from Mate, it. Yeah, we don't mind getting our, uh, our fingers in a couple of pies. Rightio, so Friday, 22nd of April, 9am until noon, Novotel, Wollongong, North Beach, a really important uh, morning tea, luncheon, brunch, because it is the Mates Miles. Or Mate, mateship Miles Mateship brunch. Miles brunch, and it's featuring Gus Warland, who many people will know from his work in the media through Triple M, and of course Carl Stefanovic from the Today Show. They're finishing their walk in the gong, right? And they're going to be there, they're going to host the day. A lot of fun to be had. Why should people buy their tickets and how can they get their free ones? Yeah, they get their free ones. Um, if they head to Facebook, um, have a look at the Bastel Brothers page there. You can also go to the main Man Walk page and there'll be other community groups around the Illawarra that will have these tickets forwarded to them where they can then give to their members uh, for free. How? Why should people go? need to go because you need to get involved in the conversation. Yep. If not for you, for someone that you know, someone that you love, because we're losing too many people to suicide, and this brunch will help us start to drive a change locally. Toby Dawson, thank you from the IRT group. Daniel Chin from Barstool Brothers, great to meet you and have you in here. I want to mention his boy Elroy again and make sure you remember that date. Friday, April 22. Get your tickets, men. Great to have you here. We hope to see you again soon. See you at the Surf Club in no time at all, no doubt, Toby. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. And Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Backline set to the left, but they go to the short side. Pearson on the charge. Oh, oh, still got the ball down. How good was that? That's outstanding from Jamie Chapman. And the Dragons will extend their lead. And a quick play the ball. Here they go. Davis. Another great kick. Kicks for herself. Shall we go Dragons on the right, it's got to be a shift. Well, it's a kick, and it's a kick down to the end with the corner where there's the two fastest players on the field. Emma Tonegato kicks it, boots it in the touch. The siren will sound. Well, they had a scare late, but the Dragons are through to the NRLW Grand Final after a terrific performance in defeating the Titans by six. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yes, we are in the gong, but there's only one place that Fox Sports' Brian Vanderwacker was ever going to be this weekend because Melbourne is the motorsport mecca of the world. Brian, come on down. How are you, my friend? Good morning, Matty. Yes, I'm well, Matty. I'm missing you this week on, uh, on NRL tonight, mate. It's, uh, it's, how's it been? All right this week? We've battled through. We haven't hit any icebergs yet, but there's been some close calls, <laughs> let's put it that way. Jeff Smith doing Very a good. great, great job in your absence. But, mate, exciting times down there. The F1 finally back in Melbourne. How have you assessed it so far? Unbelievable, unbelievable. You, you come to me at a great time. I'm actually sitting in my grandstand ready for race two of the weekend for the supercars, believe it or not. So if there's a little bit of commentary in the background, that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, it's unbelievable this weekend. The amount of crowd here, I've never seen it like it before. In fact, yesterday, the previous record, I believe, for a Friday was about 84,500. 
yesterday was about 112,000. So that gives you somewhat of the numbers of people that we're seeing here this weekend. I mean, I've never seen it like it, but a few modifications to the track this year, which has slightly changed things in some areas of the of the circuit, and uh, Formula 1 drivers are liking that at the moment. Supercar drivers are a little bit, uh, they're still unsure as to how uh, it's going to work out over the course of the rest of the weekend, but uh, i tell you what, the weather conditions have been superb up here, better than what we've been getting, uh, obviously, in Sydney and the surrounds as well, but uh, it's going to be a massive, massive day today. We've got uh, Super Saturday, as they call it, qualifying this afternoon, and then, of course, race day tomorrow, Matty. Well, for the casual listener, who's going to win the F1 race and where's Daniel Ricciardo <laughs> going to finish? Oh, dear, that's, uh, that's always a tough question, isn't it, Matty? But uh, I've said to a few people prior to this weekend, because it's obviously been Red Bull and Ferrari that have been leading the pack so far, Ferrari have always tended to go well here at Albert Park, and they proved that yesterday in practice. We had Charles Leclerc topping the timesheets at the end of two hours of practice yesterday, head of, head of the reigning world champion, in Max Verstappen, followed by Carlos Sainz. It was a better day yesterday for McLaren, both inside uh, the top 10. And when you think about where they've come from so far this season, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, it wasn't very good for them in the opening few rounds. I've had a few feelings about why that might be. I think the, their car is very track-specific in terms of their car will work at certain tracks compared to others. But also, I think with these brand-new cars that we've got for Formula 1 this year, the actual setup window for these cars is very minimal. That being, if you don't find the right setup to suit your race car, you're going to be a mile off the pace. And I think McLaren struggles with that in the first two rounds. But a lot of confidence so far from them from the first two practice sessions that we had yesterday. Last season, we had a fantastic finish. I think it gripped the sporting world. doesn't matter whether you're a motorsport fan or not. The end of the F1 2021 campaign was absolutely thrilling. A promoter's dream. Is it going to be that good, that close again this season? It's interesting because people are trying to draw a few comparisons to what uh, it was like last year. Nothing will really, I guess, beat the ferocity of that rivalry between both Hamilton and Verstappen. Nothing will quite beat that. But what we've got so far with Verstappen and Charles Leclerc is, is not, 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 I guess, similar, but they have been friends over the years. They've grown up karting together, believe it or not. So I guess it's a case of how long will that friendship last in some regards. They're two About different competitors compared, to what, uh, uh, competitors compared to what they were last year. But uh, it's going to be fascinating how that is going to transpire throughout the course of uh, 2022. And then how long it will take Mercedes, I guess, to try and romp up the timesheets as well. They were dismal here yesterday. And actually looking at their cars around the track, Hamilton in particular... The rear end of that car was really, really tailly, so it was a difficult day for them as well. Surely you can't be F1 racers and friends at the same time. You've got to have a bit of killer instinct, some some, some fire yeah. in the belly. And, and I think probably that championship battle that we saw last year has probably brought even a few extra people to the to the racetrack this weekend, and not to mention, of course, the whole Drive to Survive that we've seen on Netflix as well. Surely that's sort of added to the fan forum, I guess, in terms of Melbourne this weekend, particularly over in America. I mean, we saw the announcement a couple of weeks ago that uh, F1 will be racing in Las Vegas in 2023 in November. I know, uh, Matty, I've pretty well uh, sold myself on that event. Uh, I might well take a few weeks of annual leave next year to go over to Vegas for that one. So uh, look out for that. But uh, it's, it's, it's incredible how the popularity over the last few years in Formula 1 has just escalated like you could not believe.
I can see you waking up in a hotel room with Mike Tyson's tiger in your suite, <laughs> Brian Vanderwacker. I'm not sending you to I'm not sending you to Las Vegas at all. You're not going. You're banned. You're going to stay here and produce NRL tonight, which you do magnificently. Yeah. Before we let you go, when it comes to the supercars, I saw Chaz Mostert speaking with Jess Yates and Mark Scaife last night. Uh, who's leading the field there in the supercars? Yes, uh, I, I vaguely call you there, Matty. You've got me at a great time because the warm-up lap as you can probably hear in the background, it's just gotten underway for the supercar. So we're about a lap away uh, from a start here, a couple of minutes anyway. The last few cars rolling through. Going to be an interesting race, this one that we're about to see. Race two of the weekend over the distance of 20 laps. So for the supercars this weekend, you've got to use a combination of both the hard and soft tyre. Now, what we saw yesterday is that the drivers on the soft tyre, they really chewed through their tyres more so than what we've previously seen at this particular venue. So... The real strategy for this race, what we're about to see, is that I would suspect a lot of people will probably start on the soft tyre, get them off nice and early, and then go on the hard tyre as well. Yesterday, the standout performance was Shane Van Gisbergen from the back after a dismal qualifying session on Thursday. Started really, like I said, basically from the back and finished position number three. He was very good in terms of tyre life. He's starting uh, in amongst the top five for this one. Uh, David Reynolds has been strong this weekend. Also, the Shell V Power Racing team, but both Anton De Pasquale and Will Davidson yesterday blew a left front tyre. So a difficult day for them as this tyre war, I guess, is going to continue throughout the two races today for Supercars and a final race tomorrow as well, Matty. Well, Brian Vanderwacker, you've been very generous with your time. Enjoy Melbourne. I know you will. Get back safely because NRL tonight won't promote, produce itself. <laughs> Hey, but it's in the safe hands of our wonderful host, Matty Russell. So there you go. Good on you. Brian Vanderwacker there from Melbourne. Big weekend. You heard him touch on the crowds down there. Thankfully, the weather looks good. Uh, big amounts of people getting back to the track to enjoy the F1 and, of course, the supercars as part of this motorsport festival down south. Now, I am lucky to be joined by some radio royalty because growing up, listening to sports radio in Sydney, as I did for hours on end, I was often... Uh, what's the word, um, intrigued about who Pete the perfect panel puncher from Putney was. Well, little did I know that Pete, my producer here in the morning, is actually Pete the perfect panel puncher from Putney. Pete, who gave you that name? Morning, Matt. Uh, Greg Radley, for those of you who know, who are racing aficionados or Sky Channel watchers. A so fantastic fella, a magnificent broadcaster, Radders. Ex extremely talented, Greg. I've seen mm. him do shows on... With little or no preparation because of some breaking news or whatever, and he's a, no, he's a very talented guy. So, it, look, it came about funny way. Greg and I were both fans of Graham Kennedy's Blankety Blanks. And for those of you who are old enough to remember, there was a, <coughs> there was a character on the Blankety Blanks called Pete the Phantom Puller who pulled the signs back to reveal the answers. So well, Always anyway. with big smirk on face. Ab Pete the <coughs> Phantom Puller, and you, you could almost see the double entendre dripping off the ceiling of the set. Absolutely. And so, Greg, we were talking about this one day, and then Greg just gave me that name straight off the bat, and, <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> well, Pete the Perfect Panel Puncher from Putney, how long have you been doing radio for? Uh, just over 20 years. Okay. okay. 22 years, yeah. Do you get recognised? when people say that when you say I'm Pete and I work in radio they, do they go are you Pete the perfect panel puncher from Putney not usually <laughs> they make a connection later down the track but I mean it doesn't happen that often <laughs> well we're broadcasting here from Wollongong Golf Club you're great to drive down from Sydney each weekend to make sure that Saturday's in the gong goes to air and it's a nice surround isn't it here we're sitting at the 19th not
not a lot of golfers out there for obvious reasons, but boy, with the monitors showing the Masters and the racing and any other sport you want to have programmed in, it's a great place to come. It's a perfect scenario, and, and it's, quite a, it's quite a tranquil scene today. The water is finally receding on the course, um, but it's a beautiful spot, a, right on, a golf course on the spot. I mean, you're talking links sort of stuff. It's really, it's a challenge, but it's a beautiful place to be. I'll tell you what, you might finish up as co-host yet, because Barrow and Campbell, nowhere to be spotted, and... Uh, you're doing a fantastic job filling in. I'm worried about Tim in a corporate suite. <laughs> He's off to Randwick, the I'm championships <laughs> this afternoon. If you missed us earlier on, the Oaks, the Sydney Cup, the Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of the Turf, four Group 1s at Randwick this afternoon, the championships day two. And it was Baz's best was Montefilia to win the Queen Elizabeth. So we'll wait to see whether Montefilia can salute at Randwick this afternoon. We've got a big half hour still to come. Pete, the perfect panel puncher from Putney. I'm looking forward to speaking with Paddy Coglin, who's the licensee of the Five Islands Hotel. The renovation down there is magnificent. We'll talk some NRL as well. And what a weekend for Alex Volkanovsky, one of Illawarra's own, the former Warilla Gorilla. He's fighting the Korean zombie. And Nico Pajarilla will preview that big fight. So still a lot still to come. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong, and we're joined by Radio Royalty, Pete the Perfect Panel Puncher from Putney, every Saturday. Stay with us. Time for the news. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera, and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yeah, Charlie's Liquor Barn, your one-stop shop for all good things grog. We're also supported by one agency, Zeidler Waller. Good to speak with Christian Zeidler earlier. Impact Garage Doors, impacting homes for 20 years, and our hosts, the magnificent Wollongong Golf Club. Not a lot of golf being played today, but those reasons are obvious. Still a fantastic place to come to watch the Masters, to have a beer, to have a bet. And uh, we've got plenty of rugby league to look forward to as well. Last night, the Warriors, Sean Johnson, a golden point field goal to beat the Cowboys 25-24. He was emotional after that too. Sean Johnson returning to the Warriors obviously means a lot and to deliver like he did last night meant a lot. And then the Roosters came home late against Brisbane. This scoreline was closer than many people thought. 24-20. Roosters win on the back of Sam Walker who was magnificent. Kicking crunch goals, scoring a try, setting them up. So your Friday night footy winners, the Warriors and the Roosters. We'll talk more about Super Saturday, the three games to come this afternoon. I'm off to the Gold Coast later on for Titans, Parramatta Reels, but Super Saturday mixes in with the championships, the Oaks, the Sydney Cup, the Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of the Turf. So much sport to watch. Where do you go to watch it? Well, can I recommend a place? How about you try the Five Islands Hotel? It used to be the Cringilla Hotel. You won't recognise it if you go there, folks. Five Islands Hotel. It's been transformed. A great restaurant. It is kid-friendly family-friendly and very, very dad-friendly. A magnificent mega man cave with so much sport and such an exciting premises, I thought we'd better speak to the licensee. Paddy Coglin, good morning to you. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong. G'day, Matty. How are you, mate? I'm going very well with so much sport to look forward to. Uh, you must be going well because I reckon you must feel proud of the Five Islands Hotel. Yeah, mate, I do. I do. I think we've... Um you know, I think we've created a good venue down there, particularly for a day like today, mate. We've got uh, racing, racing, footy and boxing. Absolutely. With so much UFC this weekend, Alex Volkanovsky representing this Illawarra region. You'll see a big crowd there to watch that. Tell me, Ed, what took yeah. your interest about the Cringilla Hotel and, and now named the Five Islands Hotel? What was it about this region and that premises that jumped mm. out to a man like you who's got a, a rich history with pubs? 
mate, I just like um, I like the area. I think it was a bit um, a bit unloved, you know, Cringilla and Port Kembla as well. And I just I really like the area, really like the people, and um, yeah, that's um, you know it's going well so far. Yeah, it's an untapped area still, I think, but as this region continues to grow, continues to boom, some would say, when you look at property prices and the uh, unit blocks popping up left, right and centre, that area is still a little untapped, but it won't be for long, so... In my humble opinion, you've got, you've got in at a very, very good time. There's a great car park there. You can park right next door, walk inside. And the, the man cave, the, the, the bedding facility, the monitors, boy, how did you know how to get that so right? Dad-friendly, mate. I like, I like what you said at the start. Dad-friendly. <laughs> very dad-friendly. You might not get dad um, back mate, if he know, goes there. Fairly, no, it's fairly simple stuff, mate. Big... Um, you know, giant screens, comfortable surrounds. You know, somewhere for the somewhere for the kids to play. Nice food to have a have a meal with the family, and all the simple things, mate. And when you have to eat there, uh, what do you go to on that restaurant menu? Because uh, I tell you what, I've got I saw about five meals there. That I'll have one in one sitting. Schnitzels, mate. Schnitzels. Schnitzels. You got to have the snitties, don't you? You got to have the. You got mate. Every pub's got to have a good schnitzel. It's like. It's like a butcher shop has to have good sausages, you know? A, good, uh, a pub's got to have good schnitzel. Cold beer and a good schnitty. And you know what yeah, pubs exactly. need because you've been involved with them for a while. Just give us the Paddy Coglin story real quickly. Uh, what's, what's your background before you bought into pubs down here in the Gong? Mate, uh, grew up in Barrel, moved to Sydney, got into the pub game working in pubs and eventually, you know, found my way to be able to... Um, to be able to buy my first pub, which was a long, long time ago, and then over the years have owned a lot of pubs, and you know have owned um, sometimes one at a time, as you know as many as eleven at a time for a little while there, and um, back to uh, one at a time at the moment, you know. So Five Islands, it's, you know, it's um, it's nice to have one pub to focus on. What was your first pub, Paddy? The Glengarry Castle in Redfern. Very good, very good. How long do you have that for? Had that for four years. Okay, different and is time, there a... mate. Different time back then. Absolutely, you would have seen some scenes at the Glengarry in Redfern, no doubt. Now I'm going to tap into your pub stories in a moment, but what's your sentimental favourite? What pub do you have a really uh, heartfelt attachment with over the years? Um, probably a pub called um, a pub called the Vic in Enmore. Um, yep. You know, we bought it much, uh, you know, much like, much like Cringilla. It was just an area that was a bit unloved, and um, but a great community there. And um, we bought the pub. We, you know, we did a few things there and, and turned it into something special. You know, so um, yeah. So that's probably that's probably one that I've got a bit of an emotional attachment to. But I'm, you know, the Five Islands at Cringilla. I'm 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 loving owning that. I'm I'm really enjoying. Um, I'm really enjoying the locals there and having a beer with them from time to time, and um, they really enjoy it down there. I know you've got some plans to put on some functions around big rugby league events, big race days, and, yeah, I, I know that I've yeah, got mates who've been there. We did speak about that, you and I, yeah. And, and, and I've had mates go there and come back and say to me, oh, Matty, have you seen the 
Cringilla Hotel. And I said, you mean the Five Islands Hotel? They said, yeah. And I said, well, actually, I have. And uh, I'm not surprised to see their surprise at just how good it looks right now. I, I remember when we spoke, you had some great stories about a couple of your, your patrons. And, and one in particular, was there a gentleman who was lucky to spell his name but could give you every postcode around Australia? Yeah, postcode, postcode and Melbourne Cup winner. Right, so, so you say you, you, 1973 fig tree, and he gives you the he gives you the horse Melbourne name and the postcode. Yeah, and any any suburb in Australia, you give him the suburb, he'll tell you the postcode. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's, pretty, it's a good party trick. <laughs> uh, and yeah, but he wasn't necessarily a, a, a you know a brain surgeon or a rocket scientist, was he? But he had this remarkable talent yeah, to store was, that useless information. <laughs> I think he was he was a bit of a rain man. I think he was wasn't great, the next pain. We used to paint. No, he wasn't an Xboxer. Or a, <laughs> no, no. We used to, pay, but we used to pay him a hundred bucks to come on Melbourne Cup Day and just walk around the pub, and people could people could give him a year, and he and he'd give him the Melbourne Cup winner. So it was, a, it was a good little it was a good little trick for Melbourne Cup Day. Well, mate, well, it's been great to meet you. Uh, thank you for investing in our wonderful region down here, Cringilla Hotel, now Five Islands Hotel. If you duck in for a beer or a bet or a meal, uh, you might not leave in a hurry, but you might run into Paddy Coglin. Paddy, it's been great to chat again this morning, and uh, no doubt we'll see you soon. Thanks, Paddy. Uh, thanks for having me on, mate, and, um, yeah, I'll speak to you soon. No dramas. Paddy Coglin there. As you heard, rich history, owning pubs, and he's seen the light. He's invested in the Illawarra Five Islands Hotel. Done up, transformed. You won't recognise it. I can thoroughly recommend it. And, uh, yeah, get along if you can. We are doing Saturdays in the Gong, and there's a big event coming up. Alex Volkanovsky against the Korean Zombie this weekend. Nico Pajarillo is an expert on all things UFC. He works for Fox League. He's an energetic young customer. We're going to talk to him right after this. Saturdays in the Gong continues after the break. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yeah, not just Charlie's Liquor Barn backing Saturdays in the Gong, the Wollongong Golf Club, are our fantastic hosts, Impact Garage Doors and one agency, Zydler Waller, supporting as well. Dragons fans, your game comes up this afternoon as part of Super Saturday on Fox League. We start in Wagga Wagga, Canberra against Melbourne. Can the Storm keep rolling? Can Pappenhausen keep scoring? Then it's the Dragons who get Jaden Sewer back against his old club, South Sydney. That's the middle game. Uh, Latrell Mitchell just nursing a knee injury. Mark Nichols out for eight weeks. So the South's vulnerable. Well, St George Illawarra have to play a lot better than they have. Then Gold Coast against Parramatta. I'm off to that game straight from here. Sydney Airport willing, of course. I hope there's not too many people stopping my boarding of the plane. And then tomorrow, some on Fox Netball, a fantastic Suncorp Super Netball game when up in Queensland we get the Firebirds playing the West Coast Fever, the two hot teams, match of the round tomorrow. So netball on Fox as well now. And I'm looking forward to this event. Alex Volkanovsky against the Korean Zombie. When it comes to previewing this, there's only one place to go. Nico Pajarillo from Fox Sports. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Matty Russell. What an intro. Thank you so much. No, no worries at all. You've got a very keen eye on all things UFC. And Alex Volkanovsky, he's a legend in the Illawarra, the former Warilla Gorilla, now doing great things in the, in the UFC world. How's he going to go against, is it Chan Sung Jun, the Korean zombie? 
That's correct. Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie, a very dangerous opponent. But say what Volk has said on the show, he's, he's a friend of Fox Sports. He's come on and he said, this is a legacy fight for him. If he beats a veteran like the Korean zombie, it only adds to the long list of legends that he, he's beaten. And I'll tell you what, Volk is, is quickly cementing himself as arguably the best featherweight of all time. You look at just the, the lineage of featherweight champions uh, that have been. You've had Jose Aldo, who is a WEC champ, champ for basically a decade. Of course, unseated by Conor McGregor within 13 seconds. He was then, uh, well, obviously the, the, the path then went to a Max Holloway, who Volk beat twice. So this is certainly a fight that, that fans all over Australia won't want to miss. And you can order it via Foxtel's main event or through KO, if uh, you so prefer. Yeah, the Volk, Alex Volkanovsky, Alex the Great, 23-1, and one, if I'm not mistaken. Last start, he beat Brian Ortega. So uh, his third title defence since 2019. Uh, is it heavily favoured that Volkanovsky wins this, or can the Korean Zombie cause a surprise? Very, very heavily favoured in this fight. The fight was actually supposed to be uh, a trilogy bout. It was originally booked that the trilogy between himself and uh, the aforementioned Max Holloway. However, uh, Max pulled out due to an injury, so the zombie put his hand up, and, and this is the fight that we have now, and it's still a tremendous fight, make no mistake about it. And the zombie can pull off an upset, but this should be a fairly routine victory for Volk, given his skill set. You mentioned that Ortega fight. Absolutely fantastic performance in that. He was put into very hairy submissions, uh, very hairy positions rather, some very deep submission attempts from Brian Ortega, but he was able to escape. We know how good Volk's striking is and, and this marauding style that he has. People are, I guess, seemingly unable to impose their own style on him, and I predict that's what's going to happen against the Korean zombie. Yeah, real skill for Alex Volkanovsky to be able to do that, to be unable to have opponents inflict their style on him. This fight in Jacksonville, uh, what time is it? And, and you've mentioned how people get involved through uh, KO or main event. Uh, just what time are we looking tomorrow? The main card should commence at midday. So that's the, the top five fights uh, of the card. And, uh, yeah, it's 12, yeah, 12 p.m. Um, Eastern time. And, uh, yeah, like I said, Foxtel's main event, you can order at mainevent.com.au and, and this card is just absolutely stacked, Matty. It's, it's unbelievable. I've said, I said on the show the other day that this is arguably the, the biggest card of the year so far and may, maybe until the end of the year it will be. And looking at the other fights on the card, it's, it's Hamzat Shimaev, the, the, the people's champion or the people's main event maybe. Ten fights, ten finishes uh, coming up against his biggest litmus test in Gilbert Burns, the co-main event is also massive. It's another championship fight in the bantamweight division. Big controversy. 13 months ago, Aljamain Sterling received the, the championship after being dominated for the entire fight, but his opponent was disqualified due to an illegal knee. That's Piotr Jan. So plenty of storylines coming into this one. You do not want to miss any of these fights, so get involved any way you can. What's the future hold for Volkanovski? Is he on the record as to what his plans are beyond the Korean Zombie all going well? Matty, like I said, like I said before, with this fight having originally booked to be the Max Holloway trilogy, you'd think that after he beats the Korean Zombie, that that's the fight that the UFC is going to want to make. Max, as I mentioned, the former champion, one of the greatest featherweights we've seen ever. He certainly earned his way back up to a title fight. He's beaten the likes of Calvin Cater and Yair Rodriguez. So after Volkanovski does 
defeat the Korean zombie, God willing. Uh, you imagine they'll, they'll want to rebook that fight. But Box also mentioned, you know, the possibility of, of moving up. We forget how heavy he was as a rugby league player playing for the Warilla Gorillas. So uh, he actually he's fought at welterweight, he's fought at lightweight, so he's certainly entertaining the possibility of moving up. And uh, a certain loud, uh, outspoken Irishman by the name of Conor McGregor is certainly <laughs> in his sights. What a fight that might, would be. And what sort of purse are we talking about for Alex moving forward? What can he command per fight now? Well, it, it's interesting because champions, obviously, and, and main event fighters can, can demand a, uh, a cut of the pay-per-view sales, a cut of the pie. So it, it, all, it always depends on, on sales and, 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 how, like, and what, what sort of cards they're being booked and what other fighters are on the card as well. But certainly, I mean, you, you, look, you look moving forward, Volk's got many many businesses uh, and, and many, uh, I guess, many avenues to, uh, to revenue. So you just look at the man and he's a very, very smart businessman in addition to being a very, very intelligent fighter. So I, I doubt that, uh, you know, Volk's going to be short, short, short of an avenue to a penny. Well, Nico Pajarillo, thank you for lending us your UFC expertise this morning and for building the hype and the anticipation around Alex Volkanovsky against the Korean Zombie. Buy it on main event, buy it through KO, get out to your pubs and clubs that are showing it and support. Alex Volkanovsky, one of Illawarra's finest. Nico, I'll talk to you soon in there at Fox Sports. Thanks very much for your time, Matty. Don't miss this fight, guys. Take care. Good on you, Nico Pajarillo. There. He was actually working with me last weekend at... Um, at Leichhardt Oval in Balmain, Sydney's inner west there, and we were working with Mark Spud Carroll calling a New South Wales Cup game, and a possum crawled into the broadcast box. That's right, a possum, can you believe it? Spud Carroll, a bit like Alex Volkanovsky, fearless, you know, takes all before him. He was scared to death by a possum that crept in on him without knowing and was walking around his feet. Didn't happen once, happened twice. Second time, we're actually on air, and I had to say, Spud, your possum's back, because I feared it jumping up onto the desk and him then uttering a profanity live on air. So, you think you've seen it all, and then something else happens. The possum scaring Mark Spud Carroll. Nothing will scare Alex Volkanovsky. He'll beat the Korean zombie tomorrow and march on to more. We're back to wrap up Saturdays in the Gong right after this. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Yeah, great to have you listening. Thanks for your support this morning, whether you're listening through 1575 or on the SEN app. If you are on 1575, download the app, crystal clear all the time. SEN through your phone, take us wherever you go. There's a busy sporting afternoon ahead, isn't there? Especially for all us in the gong. South Sydney against St George Illawarra from 5.30 on Fox League. The Dragons need a win. Still no Tyrell Sloan in there for... Anthony Griffin, that's been a big talking point this week. What's his final side today? That'll be announced an hour before kickoff. At the same time as the Dragons are doing battle with the Bunnies, the Hawks are in action against the Brisbane Bullets up there at Nissan Arena. Illawarra can't afford a slip-up in this one if they want to finish top two and host a semi-final series. So a big game coming up for the Hawks. After this, they play the Kings twice and Perth in Perth. So they can't afford to falter 
against the Bullets. I mentioned the races later on today, the Australian Oaks, the Sydney Cup, the Queen Elizabeth and Queen of the Turf. When Tim Barrow, the Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor, joined us, he liked Montefilia in the feature, the Queen Elizabeth, but what a race. Some fantastic runners and chances, live chances across the field will very elegant salute. Is it Montefilia? Uh, we'll find out, maybe even thinking over a really long shot for Kerry Parker down here in Kembla Grange. And in the first at Randwick, local connections have Russian Roney. If you're looking for a local hope, Russian Roney in the first. And tomorrow, the sport keeps coming. Illawarra's very own Warilla's former gorilla, Alex Volkanovsky against the Korean Zombie. Make sure you tune in and watch that. I'm off to Gold Coast now. Titans against the Parramatta Reels. I'll be there for Fox League. And tomorrow, Fox Netball, a fantastic game. Firebirds v Fever. You'll see it all on Fox Sports. It's been great having you with me on SEN this morning. Maddie Campbell, Jimmy Barrow back next week. Thanks for your company. Enjoy your weekend and have a safe week. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.